The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Tell me a good story. Something is talking to you. Um, after the heavy Rabbi Melech left the world, so it was his son Rablaze, and I forget the name of his second son. It was a few days, like obviously it was a few days after Rabbi Melech left the world, or maybe a few weeks. And uh, a lady comes in, and she says, uh, "Bless me to have children." So they said. Uh, so simple. You know, they were like catching uh, a little bit. Obviously, one get trained rabbis. So she said, "This, it's it's okay if you don't if you don't bless with children, I'll go to Chaim the Schneider, Chaim the Taylor. I think it's this is very achutzig. I mean, if you don't have to, you go to Chaim the Taylor. So they said to, to her, "Well, what about Chaim the Taylor?" They said, you really think I need you? Han Taylor can do whatever you do. And he doesn't quetch. He doesn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> See, even the rabbis shouldn't quetch. Lechaim, lechaim. <laughs> so Rabbeleza thought it's not so simple. Got to find out who the Chaim Schneider is. So he makes his way down to Chaim Schneider. He says, Chaim, is it true that, that you help people? He says, yes. He says, how do you do it? But he says, I'll tell you, it's very simple. I'm a tailor. <coughs> I'm a tailor. You know, it's basically, it's, it's always the same story, you know, like, in those days, you know, it was heartbreaking. Never when he didn't pay rent, what they did with him was the children, you know, with, uh, every day. He says, I was working for this, uh, for this nobleman. My whole Panosa was from a nobleman. And uh, like after Pesach, he would take me, we'd go to the marketplace and buy good material. And I would make garments for his wife and for the whole family. Yeah, take a message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but take the message, Mom, write down the number right, so we'll call him back later. Lachaim <coughs> again. And after Rosh Hashanah, we'd go again, buy new material, and I would work on it. One day he says to me, I don't have time to buy material, 
So you go by material, here you have 10,000 rubles. I'm going on the way to the marketplace, and again, never. I see a nobleman standing by the marketplace, and selling two Jewish children as slaves. I said to the person, how much do you want for the children? Whatever he says, it was exactly the, the amount of money I had. I brought the children, brought them back home. And I always thought that my nobleman is maybe a little bit of a match. I went back to the nobleman, I told him the whole story, I said, I'll tell you the truth. You, you can punish me, you can put me in prison, or you can kill me, but I couldn't do any any other way. Anyway, he got so angry at me, and he just, don't you ever dare coming back. Okay, I, at least he didn't kill me. I ran out, and uh, the craziest thing is, you know, I don't know why, but I wanted to be a tailor again, I just couldn't. I forgot how to be a tailor. And Mamish, it, I went, Mamish Medechi or Dechi, I was Mamish begging on the street. Then finally, someone told me, why didn't you go to Rabbi Lemelech? I went to the Rabbi Rabbi Lemelech and I said to him, is that the way God pays off and someone saves lives? I did the whole thing. Uh, did, they, did they give their number? I called them the king. Hey, brother. Hey, brother, come in fast. How you doing? <coughs> So I came to Rabbi Lamelech and I was mamish crying before him. Rabbi Lamelech says, "Don't worry, you don't have to be a tailor anymore. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll show you a secret place where there's some grass. And whoever you give a bracha and give them that grass, whatever they ask, will be fulfilled." You see, I just came, you see, you know what the Purim Rebbe is, the Purim Rav? He doesn't know anything, right? Rebbe Melech knows what he's doing. Chaim the Schneider doesn't know anything. Just he knows there was grass, and whoever eats that grass will be helped, Chaim. I want to start from the other side. Everybody knows Chodesh Adol is, 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 is sometimes two months, and sometimes one month. And the thing is that the twelve tribes, everybody knows that Chodesh Nissen, Chodesh Nissen is the month of Yehuda, and goes around. And Chodesh Adar is the month of Yosef. So Yosef is sometimes Menashe and Ephraim, sometimes it's counted for two, and sometimes it's counted for one. If, if it's a month of Yosef, then it's one. If it's Menashe and Ephraim, then it's two. Okay, also, uh, uh, I don't understand the Hanab Sem, but just regardless, Shnasa Ibe, every few years there's, there's a leap here because somehow the sun and the moon have to get together again. And uh, obviously, obviously, this year, because of Menashe and Ephraim, the sun and the moon are evening out the world. And also something very special. This month 
is the letter the letter is Kuf and what we have to fix is Schai the fixing is laughter okay let's start from there and then some will work our way back remember we're learning a lot of times what is laughter and, 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 and what is joy and if you remember we're learning the, the Ishbeth has a lot of Torahs but today I will learn it in a different way <coughs> listen to me friends you know I'm, I'm, I, I want to buy a new suit for Purim and uh, anyway I'm walking in there and they have a suit which is worth $500 and they sell it for 350 okay that's simple right really a little bit joy sell it for less but imagine I'm going into this big department store and they're selling a suit which is worth $500 they sell it for one dollar it's not simple that's laughter it's crazy. you see if the profit is in proportion then I'm joyous if the pro if the profit is beyond proportion it's left I want you to know in the deepest way Yom Kippur everything is in proportion I say Rabbi Shem, I did uh, 10 Averas and for that I did 10 Mitzvahs right and Rabbi Shem, I did 10 Averas I promise you I'll do Tshuva everything is measured everything is in proportion so simple so after Yom Kippur is the man simple thing Purim is something else Purim suddenly God opens gates for us then it's beyond proportion and what you know on, on the Shlach Monus of Purim is beyond proportion right I'm going to show you how much I love you or at least buy me a house in Monaco uh, send me two million dollars well, are you sending me an apple and an orange and I blow my mind that's that's can't believe it can't believe it okay just keep this in your head we need a little place for Munu say one thing that Kuf basically comes from the word monkey there is Kuf but there is Kuf also Kedusha holiness and then there is Kuf unholy listen friends what brings about the greatest laughter in the world when someone knows how to imitate right? what's a comedian I'm standing here and I imitate somebody everybody's laughing okay now listen to me friends there is again laughter of Amalek laughter of Asaph of Yishmo 
I imitate the biggest laughter. The world is only laughing from imitation. But then there was something else. Also cool, imitation. But if imitate God, that is that is Dictusha. What, what was the beginning of the downfall? The snake comes to Chav and says, I want you to be like God. It's imitation. But let me ask something. Isn't everything imitation? Everything is imitation. <coughs> I want my children... I want, what's, what's, what's Chinuch? Imitation. I tell my children, I'll keep Shabbos, you keep Shabbos. I give Stoker, you give Stoker. This imitation of God. All of Yiddish God is imitation. So, you know what it is? It's such a thin line. Such a thin line between holy imitation and real imitation. You know, to imitate God on the level of tree of knowledge looks good, but the end is its death. It's just meaningless. And then the real imitation of God, the lachter bedrochen, real imitation of God, for real. You know, I'm not doing it on the level of imitation for real, right? You see, I can, I can visit a sick person on the level of imitation, and I can, and I can visit a sick person on the level of imitation. It hurts me so much to get sick. You know, what's wrong with the most, to say anything bad, the Jewish community, the Orthodox community, most of the time. It's just imitation. Right? You have a beard, I have a beard. You buy kosher meat. They always ask first what the other one is doing, right? Today, when you talk to rabbis without saying anything bad, I'm not talking about the moisture, the real ones, but like the half ones, like the half-baked potatoes, right? They always ask what's the other one saying, right? They don't say... You don't, you, when you go to Rav Moshe, he doesn't say to you, what did somebody else say? Because who cares what somebody else says? The Imamish knows the Torah, and he says what, what, what the Torah says, right? But if, the little ones, you know, I know, I call up a little rebel, and the always says, well, did you ask someone before what he said? Who cares, right? So how do, so, so, Maybe you can put the phone somewhere far away so it won't disturb us. Rabbi, can you maybe put the phone somewhere or put some cushions over it? Mm-hmm. Take it off the hook. Rabbi, 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 Give me the strongest concentration. I just want to throw in one more thing. What is the most godlike thing I can do? The most godlike. The most godlike thing is to give without being seen. The Bhagavad gives everything and nobody sees it. 
So in Purim I reached the level of the highest imitation of God. I'm selling Shlachmonos. Not festive. Now once you know the deepest depths of bless everyone to get married to the right person. When when you get married, the first thing is you cover the face of the bride. You know what that means? The deepest depths. I bless you. Because everybody knows at that moment when you cover the face of the bride, Mamish, the children come down from heaven. Mamish Sakhos and bless the color, I bless you. I bless you to give the sad things. And I just want to add something very special. You know why children, when they're born, they keep their eyes closed for a few weeks? Because they know my children, my parents love me so much. They want to give me everything without me knowing. So long as they keep their eyes closed. What's, what's the first sign of loving somebody, Mamish, on a God love? That I want to give everything for you, I don't want you to know. I don't want you to know how much you love me. Yeah, I want you to know. But I want you to know what I'm doing for you. Okay, now listen to me. When don't I want you to know what I'm doing for you? Only if I'm giving you something beyond proportion. Listen, if I buy for you two Chalas Shabbos, you can start. <laughs> I give you a piece of chocolate, that's proportion. Here, I want you to open your eyes to deepest. What is the most, utmost non-proportion Chava is doing to her children? How much to bring them to the world? You see, listen to me. It's a das, a tree of knowledge, everything is in proportion. This is good, this is bad, everything is proportion. What's the fixing of Chava? The fixing is that she's mamish ready, God forbid, you know, all our women should live long and happy. Remember, the Bashem is before Mashiach is coming, Kaaba fixes everything, and childbirth is not dangerous anymore. <coughs> but basically, the whole thing is that Kaaba is ready to die for her children. What's the fix? You see, Kaaba says to all them, I'm dying, I want you to die with me. And the fixing is, the deepest fixing is, that Kaaba says to her children, I'm ready to die. It's beyond proportion. So when children are born, they keep their eyes closed because they, the mother doesn't want them to know how much ready to die. Everybody knows that the deepest fixing of Chava is Esther, right? And poor was Mamish utmost biting out. And if you remember, without getting too deep, if you remember, it's a das. God says to Odom Haminho Eitz. The Gemara says Homan mina Torah nine. Where's where's Homan written in the Torah? So the Gemara says, because God says, Odom Hamino Eitz Hashat Sebesicha Levilti Yachalot. Did you eat from the tree of knowledge? So God says, Hamino Eitz. Homan. Homan is the tree of knowledge. Homan is the tree of knowledge. The tree of knowledge, everything is in proportion. It's not only good or bad. It's in proportion. Good, this good is bad. This fine is not so fine. The tree of knowledge is beyond proportion. Okay, can you imagine the Rabbanishim is hiding? Even the Rabbanishim, when he gives, the Rabbanishim created the world in such a way that the Rabbanishim, unless you want to see him, you don't see him. 
You know, you can read the Bible and still not know there's one God. So God is even hiding in the Torah. But can you imagine how much God is hiding on Purim that God took his name out from the Megillah? There is no mention of God's name in the Megillah. Because on Purim, what God wants to give us is so much other proportion that the Vosh doesn't even want us to mention it. The Vosh is high. Esther Minatorum and I. Esther's mom is the deepest high. Deepest. You see, I want you to know something so deep. The world is always learning when Neucha has to ask the pony, God is hiding his face because God really wants to punish us. But at Purim, we realize God is hiding because he wants to give us so much. You coming in, brother, or you hiding? Good. <coughs> you have to move in closer because, brother, El Yemoish has to come in. Bechaim. Okay, folks, keep me going, folks. Just give me your energy. At this moment, I just want to start from there. What's the difference between the sun and the moon? <coughs> Everybody says it's clear as sunlight, right? When the sun is shining, there is no hiding. The moon, even when the moon is shining, you can also hide. The moon is like a little bit the light of hiding. The sun, so you see what it is, we'll have to go into it later, just want you to think about it. Come in, brother, if there is such a thing. Tabi, can you all come in, this really heartbreaking. Hey, hey, hey. Mechami is coming or is not coming? He does not know I know. Kyontif, someone squeeze yourself down on the floor if you can. Hey, brother. Okay, Kyontif, just give me, give me, give me your attention, Kyontif, please. I want you to know the deepest level is the deepest level is there's hiding and there's beyond hiding and <coughs> hiding or not hiding and then there's something it's so close that I can't hide I love you so much I'm so much aware of you that you can't hide you see on one hand the fixing of Purim is the hiding because this is the fixing of the Chet Because Chet everything is in proportion. And beyond proportion is already on the level of hiding. I want to hide in a bit. I want, I want to do something for you so awesome. I don't want you to know. And then the fixing of Shnasa Ibr is of a leap here that the sun and the moon get together. That the fixing is. I want to share something awesome with you 
Everybody knows Shnas Iva, the first Shabbos is always Pasha Suma. It's Mamish Besa Mikdash, it's for Shachanti Besar. And so much wrong with you, it's beyond hiding. Because hiding and not hiding is only when we are two. When I'm Mamish one with you, there's no hiding and not hiding. So you can deep in that. <coughs>
Ram Khan. I want to say something unbelievable. This whole idea of proportion and beyond proportion. I want to share something awesome with you, as simple as it is. Let's say a child of four or five can make a little drawing, right? It's in proportion. Little girl of four or five can make a bracha, why not? For me, and for all the parents of this, everyone to have children, when you hear your, your child making a bracha, is it in proportion, beyond proportion? Blows your mind like you can't believe it. You can't believe it. I'm just want you to open your eyes the deepest way. Everybody knows, listen to Taras Nosen. What did every yid bring to the Mishkan? Why did you need Moshe Rabbeinu to build the Mishkan? What was the whole thing? What did every yid bring? What every yid brought is Mamish, this one that could have they have. Everybody has something wrong. Everybody has something very hard. But it's covered, right? It's hidden. If you can give me the deepest energy, friends. Everybody has something holy in the Bible city. How did Moshe Rabbeinu build the Mishkan? This Hidar brought one piece of gold, but what he really brought is Mamish, the Nikudah Tavi. And Moshe Rabbeinu took all the Nikudah's Tavis. Moshe Rabbeinu took everything Every year brought what is good about him. And you see what it is? How do you put two people together? You don't match up what's wrong with them. Because what's wrong with me, what's wrong with you, will never get together. Hopefully. Unless they both are completely crazy. Have you ever seen an incident? As, you know, Mamish. It's crazy, right? But Mamish, what, what's, what's putting, what's getting people together? My good part and your good part. <coughs> should connect, right? And I want to say the same thing, you know, when people get married, the first thing you cover the face of the bride. You know what I'm saying to her? You know what I'm connecting to you? I want to connect to that part of you, which is hidden. The, the deepest, holiest part of you. The deepest, holiest part. Okay, so here I want you to know something. And also, I'm sending you, not face to face, letting you know, that, to let you know that my good part is connecting to your good part. Okay, now, the thing is like this. It's against God, right? I want you to know I blow, I blow my mind over here a little bit. If I don't love somebody very much, then I say it's a precaution. But listen to me, there is something which is really beyond proportion. And then there is something, only because I love you so much, it's out of proportion. So I want to say something about Basically, Mechias Amalek, by the Megillus Esther, is out of proportion because it really is. That means that what the Rabbi wants to give us when we read the Megillah, is so awesome, it's beyond proportion. But then, when we said Shlach Monas, it's even bigger. 
suddenly even that which is in proportion also and you know that means humanly speaking because whatever we do the Rabbi Shem is doing that means the Rabbi Shem is blowing his mind of the every little thing he is doing you see and Yom Kippur it's in proportion I did 10 Abaris I did 10 Mitzvahs you measure it and some was on Purim after Eshlach Mones the whole thing is so here listen to me Yosef at Sadiq basically Yosef at Sadiq everything is in proportion at Sadiq is in proportion how how do I become a Tzaddik I figure out how much pleasure will I have from the Avera I'll have pleasure five minutes it's not worth it because if I do a mitzvah I'll have pleasure for everlasting and I talk it over with my psychiatrist and he also thinks that (laughs) if I make a mistake I'll have to go to analysis for four years and it'll cost me 50 hours 50 dollars an hour it's not worth it all in proportion. Near what you open your heart. When did Yosef Atzadik become beyond proportion? I want you to know basically the master of beyond proportion is is David Malkin Mashiach, is Yehuda. Yehuda says to I'm ready to give up this world and the coming world for my brother. This beyond proportion. This is beyond proportion. So, the Yochad Yosef is I want you to know. And here I'm coming right back to it. What, what Yehuda did was open, right? He said to Yosef, to Yaakov, I'm, I'm ready to give up Olam Abba. You know what Yosef Tzadik did, did with it? And Yosef is the emissary unto Amalek because. I'm going to tell them I'm Yosef and I won't even say a word about being angry. You see, if Yosef at Sadiq would say I'm your brother and I forgive you, that'd be in proportion. You know what Yosef at Sadiq did? Instead of making him keep it, make poor. Make poor. So I want you to know something awesome. Who was the first person in the world who did something beyond proportion? Beyond. When Rochel gave over this moment to Leia, it's beyond proportion. And again, I want you to know something so awesome. Why did Rochel, why did the Holy Mother Rochel die when she had been human? Because I told you, to die for a baby is beyond. Remember the greatest fixing of Chava is that she is ready to die for her baby because she told she told Odom die with me so the real fixing of Purim is only from Binyomen which is a Gewalt should be Gewalt because Rochel Rochel Mamish died for Binyomen so Binyomen is the master Binyomen is the master of the deepest doing something beyond proportion beyond proportion so in a crazy way, I want you to know this month is Mamish Binyomen, right? Purim is Binyomen. 
Purim itself is Binyomi. The month is Yosef. The month is Yosef. And basically, everybody knows at night, the feast of... The feast, everybody knows, basically, Purim is over at sunset. It's 24th. Every Yontif. So why is Purim till the next morning? Because suddenly in the Besamikdash, everybody knows the time in the Besamikdash was till the next morning. And this is again Yehuda. So you remember, Rabbi Ege says, on Purim during the day, it's, it's Yosef, it's Rocho. After I get drunk, after I send Shlachmonus, after I send Shlachmonus, it's Yosef and Yehuda together. So you hear what I'm saying? Yosef at Sadiq is mind-blowing, mind-blowing over that which is really mind-blowing. The Basin Miktosh itself, Yehuda, you know what Yehuda brought down to the world? That I'm blowing my mind away. What's, what's the Basin Miktosh all about? What happened to Basin Miktosh? Why, why, why am I so broken? I come before the Ramayish, I'm so broken because I did 100 million avails. Suddenly the Besam Mikdash was clear to me, like Ram Nachman says, you know, one time in my life I put on film. I blew my mind. Can't believe it. One time in my life I did somebody a favor. And suddenly it's beyond proportion. On a proportionate level, I'm a creep. On a beyond proportionate level, You know, the Gemara says, Shuva is Barigu Chode Abishad one second I can reach heaven. It's beyond proportion. Because everybody knows that Sadiq has to work a thousand years till he reaches a certain level. And here I'm a little bit sure I did one mitzvah and I'm already beyond proportion. Because this is what the mitzvah is all about. How much beyond proportion? Okay, now listen to this. Why was the whole thing of Purim? Why was the feast of Purim? Achashverosh made the feast because Homan figured out that it's more than 70 years and the Besamikdash the Besamikdash is not rebuilt that means we'll never build the Besamikdash again we'll never go to Elsie's home and even though you manage to blow your mind manage. our connection to Elsie's Hall is beyond proportion it's not normal it's not normal for people to be driven out from their land for 2,000 years and come back doesn't make sense. And the whole connection is beyond proportion. So here I want you to know, everybody knows that Yosef Atzadik is the king outside Eretz Yehuda is, is the king in Eretz Because Yehuda is the master of blowing your mind not over everything which is beyond proportion, over the small thing, because basically Eretz is in proportion, it's a land and a house. Like Rabbi Nachman says, it's a house like every house, it's a land like every land. <coughs> when I see Dari <coughs> telling me over uh, one posik Chumash, why shouldn't she say it? She's eight years old, she can do it. I blow my mind. I blow my mind. 
بسیاری because we didn't love each other. I want you to know the deepest depths. When we read the Megillah, we wipe out the Mole. From Shlachmonas on, it's been a better Mikdash. So deep, so So you know there's two kinds of laughter. So there's a laughter which is beyond proportion, which comes from Kuf Kodesh. Mamash imitate God, right? I'm not seen. Then I want you to know something, there's another kind of laughter, which doesn't come from imitation. Just I can't believe that you did it. Like when, when, when a dollar makes, makes a bracha, I blow my mind. It's not because she imitated me, but because she imitated me. sees the Balagola is putting on film and, and taking care of his house, blows his mind. This is not that the imitation was so good. And here, I want you to know the deepest depths. Hey, 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 hey. I'm hurting. How are you doing? Oh. My holy cousin Vela came. I don't know if anyone squeezed him in. Can you hear me in the back there, Heaven? A little bit or much? If not, I'll talk louder. Can you hear me or not? Yeah? Okay, Kabra. Good poor. Well, you can't shut it. Okay, Kevin, let's not waste time, folks, please.
here. Amole comes to me and says to me, your whole Yiddishkeit is just imitation. Because you don't mean it. Don't tell me you mean it. You really want to keep Shabbos? Inside, you don't believe in it anyway. You tell me you believe in God, you just pretend to God. Father was a rabbi, your mother was a rabbi, so you're going to say you don't believe in God. You don't believe in God. It's just good imitation, right? Makes you laugh. Imagine, if I would know, imagine I would walk up to the Bomba Rabbi and I would say, you know something? You don't believe in it yourself. You're just imitating your father. What an imitation. <laughs> right? Unbelievable, right? So it's the biggest comedy in the world. Makes you laugh. But you know what? You know what I'm saying back to him? Yeah, it's Gewalt imitation. But it's for real. We all are imitating our own meetings. I'm imitating. I want my children not only to imitate, I want them to do better. I want them to imitate my father. It's for real. Okay, now what's, what's the acid test? You know, to laugh at a comedy, a good comedian, you better give a little show for 20 minutes. Bovarabbas says, one crack. It's a good beginning, keep on going, right? If it's all an imitation, I say, let's see something. See, if I believe that that Dari is imitating me when she makes a bocha, I say, keep on going, let's see how much she imitates me. And it's for real. She says, Boch Atta, and I'm already out. I'm already out of my skin. I'm already out of my skin. So you see what it is. Shlachmonas, I'm selling just an apple and a piece of cake. It's nothing, right? If I would say I'm sending you Shlachmonas because I'm, imitate, I'm imitating last year, you better do something good, right? If it's for real, blow my mind. So once you know, on Purim, I'm not learning. I'm not showing off. Maybe I'm not learning at all, one word. And here, I want you to know the deepest depth of the Torah. What is Torah Shabbat? How do I add to the Torah? If I blow my mind over every word of the Torah, over every letter, why is Rabbi Kiva the MS of Torah Shabbat? Remember, Rabbi Kiv is the real fixing of Esau, of Amalek, right? Amalek... Should just, just put it in, no? Well, you didn't turn it off. No, not yet. Folks, don't let me down, folks. Okay, have give me energy, have please. You know, what's the difference between real learning Gemara and half learning Gemara? You know, I, I don't want to say anything bad, you know, I'm going to places. They have Talmud, advanced Talmud. What's, they, don't play, they don't blow their mind over Gemara or Russian They're learning it. Because tree of life, everything, tree of knowledge, everything is in proportion. I'm learning. It's good. It's fine. 
Or what happens to me when I, I mean, not me personally, you and I, when we're learning tomorrow? Blowing our mind. How did, how did all the rebels make up so much toilets on one person? It's beyond proportion. Beyond proportion. You know, members are learning it a thousand times. All the rebels say. The world knows the Bible for two thousand years, over two thousand years. And those two thousand years, they could have come up with one good commentary. Say something. You know why? Because they don't blow their mind away. Blowing their mind is us because we love the Torah so much. I blow my mind at every word. Can you imagine those two thousand years? And, and, and only, almost probably only one tenth is written down. Let's say Divrachaim, it's a Seder, right? Little Torah. The, the, sons, the, the Holy Son, the Seba Shalashud is sometimes Torah for four or five hours. Can you imagine how much you put in? The Holy Gavidichova would say Shalashud is eight hours. And how much is written down? Just maybe one hundredth of what you said. Can you imagine when Mashiach is coming and all the Torahs will be with you? Listen to this. The first emissary Torah Shabbat Peh, Yom Tif, is poor. Right? What's the first emissary Shabbat Peh? Keep going. So Purim is basic, it's both. It's Torah Shabbat Peh. And I blow my mind. Because Torah Shabbat Peh is blowing my mind of everywhere. Blowing my mind of everywhere. And uh, I'll tell you something. And this is for you. This is my I want you to know, without really saying anything bad about Yidin, I want to remind you. I talk to Yidin who are not really with it. What don't they like? Sukkis they like. Hanukkah is beautiful. And Sukkis also, they don't sit in the circle, but they think it's beautiful. What can't they stand? Poem. Ask around you. They think poem is a ridiculous story. The whole thing is ridiculous. See, yes, it has. Are you entire moon? Are you blowing your mind over every word of the Torah? One rabbi says to me, you know, I, 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 I think I like the holidays. Just told me last week. I, I was at the whole lot expo in Los Angeles. So I don't want to say a professor of Judaica, of, uh, professor of Judaica at the, at the Jewish University for Judaism in Los Angeles came to see me. And he says to me, I, I was saying something about Torah. He was sweet, you know, after I said the Torah, he says, Mamish, you want me back because poor man has never lied to me now. He's, he's more sweet, you know. But he says to me, until now, I didn't like poor because the story is ridiculous, the whole thing is stupid. And you know what it is? If you don't blow your mind over every word of the Torah, you can't stomach poor. Because if Amalek is still having a hold on you, and the way Amalek is ho- having a hold on you, he says, you know what Amalek says to you, first of all, he says, be honest with me, you don't believe it yourself. You just imitate. And also he says, what's it to blow your mind? Sweet, right? It's another religion. Did you ever study comparative religion? Mm-hmm. Whatever 
the Jewish religions say, whatever you can find it, other religions is the same thing. Fake is beautiful. You know, imagine, I love this girl very much, she writes me a love letter. Then someone else comes and says, you know, I got a letter from, from this girl, the same words. Same thing, right? You know something, you think you're the only one who sends a love letter, she sends a love letter to ten boys a day. Right? <laughs> you think God revealed to you something? God revealing it to every shmendek who fasts for three days and meditates, has the same revelation. It's beautiful, I, I think it's very, very beautiful. Shows the unity of the world, right? But you don't... What are you doing on Purim, right? What are you doing on Purim? So I want you to know something. On Yom Kippur, I'm standing before God in a Tzerebonshleilam. I'm sorry I did everything wrong. I promise I'll do good. But you know, on Purim, I'm not even talking about my mistakes. There's no way I'm standing before God. And Purim, I realize my fixing is not not to do a veil. There is no way of not doing a veil. There's only one way of not doing it. You blow your mind over everything. You know, if I if I don't love somebody, there is no way of loving them or being with them. I have no connection to you. Imagine I'm married to this girl, I really didn't love her so sure I hurt her feelings every day. Why not? How could I not? I'll say, listen, I hurt your feelings ten times, you hurt my feelings ten times, you're quick, right? This is Yom Kippur. What's the fixing? We're going to marriage council and we organize our act, we get our act together, we won't hurt each other. That is not the point. You blow your mind over each other. You blow your mind over each other. It's the only way. You see, if I blow my mind over Megillus Esther, which is this like this professor of Judaica said, it's, it's a stupid story, right? Unless you blow your mind, the story is not. Like someone told me once, Megillus Esther is a very cheap romance. And he's right. If you don't blow your mind over every word of the Megillah, what's the Megillah? You blow your mind over it. And I want you to know something so deep. You know, if you don't blow your mind away, then God's name is not mentioned in the Megillah. So, you know, I remember I told you the highest Megillah reading I once was... First time in my life I heard the Bhagavad reading the Megillah. <laughs> You'll tell me God's name is mentioned in the Megillah. It was like the Shemam Farish and Yom Kippur, right? I couldn't believe that a human being can read the Megillah so much earlier. Out. You know, Bob Rebbe came Friday before Purim, then Shabbos, and then Sunday night or Monday night was Purim. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe, my brother and I was just, we couldn't believe that there's such a thing as regular reading. And here I want you to know something so deep. When I learn, when I listen to the Pasha every Shabbos, if I miss one word, it's also okay. 
by the Megillah on this one word the whole thing is bad I missed it you know why because if you blow your mind of every word you don't want to miss one word if I read the business letter as long as I know how much Coca-Cola the order I send them the order but if I get a love letter I miss one word I read it again if I miss one letter I read it again because I blow my mind so much and here once you know something so deep And again, I want you to know, why did we hate each other? Why did we submit to Shkod? When you love each other in proportion, then I measure, are you good or are you bad? Think you're bad. If one Jew loves the other beyond proportion, then I blow my mind every, every little thing you do. Okay, you're the worst Jew in the world. You tell me that one time in your life, the fact that you're hipper and What do we know? What do we know? Whatever you don't know, what do we know what to do? So if you remember, remember learning it, I think I'm, I'm not sure if you did. It says, by Yakel Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu gets all the Yiddin together and he tells them about Shabbos, he tells them about the Mimbus. And if you remember, like, Pasha's Gisissa, the, the portion of the golden calf is right in between. And everybody's asking, basically, the golden calf happened to us, sad enough, before God told us about building the Holy Temple. But in order, because you know, all the rabbis say the same thing. If you would read Pasha's Yisrael, that we stood on Mount Sinai, and the next Pasha we would read that we made the golden calf, we would die from shame. Wouldn't be able to bear. So therefore, the Rebbeinu utmost mercy first told us about about the fixing, Magdim Rafula Maka, medicine before sickness. So we read two portions, Truma Tetzabe, we read about, about building of the Holy Temple, then in the middle comes Pasha's decision that we built the holy temple, um, the holy temple. we made the golden calf and then Toyakel again I want you to know something so deep you can put people standing next to each other but to make one out of them you can't you can't only God can do that you know, I can stand next to a girl for a hundred years and I won't love her. Not because I don't want to. You can't force yourself to love somebody. You can't. To be close to another human being is a gift from that. You know what Amolek says? Amolek says to you, Amolek comes and he says, the whole thing is a fake, right? The whole thing is a fake. You really think you love somebody? It's all imitation. You, you, you keep Shabbos out of imitation you love your wife out of imitation you love your children out of imitation everything is imitation nothing is real what you really want you'd like to go out have a good time 
kill people, rape girls. What else is there in life? That's the only good thing available. That's what Asaph says, right? That's Asaph's right? Look, the whole world. It's Asaph, right? Asaph is still strong. It's unbelievable how strong Asaph is. You can sit in your shrine, you think Asaph is already out of order. He's still going strong. Still going strong. And you see, we're not wiping out Amalek and Yom Kippur. We're wiping out Amalek and Pur. When I say to Amalek, hey brother Amalek, you're wrong. I want you to know it's for real. Yes, I'm imitating. And you know, Kuf is for Kodesh. The real holiness is really I'm imitating God. But from inside, in the most hidden way, you don't even know about it. It's so deep you can see it. Poor everything is hidden. But not hidden. Mom is hidden. So deep. When I say to you, who are you? You think, I'm thinking of who are you? I'm thinking of God. Remember the famous story? One of the biggest seeds of the Vachemtas met this great rabbi in Snagit. And they walk together and they talk and learning. <coughs> so he says to him, I'm going to the Vachem, out to the Meisha Magi, they don't know who it was. So he says to him, you're such a big girl, you know so much, you have to go to a rabbi, you're crazy, wasting your time. He says to him, ha, you know what a rabbi teaches us to read minds. Ah, he says, okay, tell me what I'm thinking right now. He says, you're thinking of God. Ha, he says, oh, you're wrong. <laughs> he says, what? <coughs> what? You are not thinking of that? You better go to my rabbi. You better go to my rabbi. I mean, you're learning Torah all your life and you're still thinking of something else. You see, Amole comes to you and he says, everything is fake. So I said, you know something? When I talk about Akashverosh, you think I'm talking about Akashverosh? I'm talking about Kant. I mentioned the ten sons of Homan and you think I'm talking about the ten sons of Homan? He wants you to know something so deep. What's your shrine all about? All hidden. Looks like a city. Looks like stone. When you walk in Yishlam, you think you're walking in this world, you're walking in another world. Remember, Rabbi Lebel Eger says that basically Purim is like Shabbos, without getting involved on the day. Shabbos looks like every other day. But if you know what Shabbos is, it's like Megillah says. If you're into Shabbos, you're a Shabbos night. It's not Thursday, not Wednesday. It's not from this world. It's not from this world. So listen to me, here's the world of the sun. The sun says everything has to be clear. The moon comes and says, I want everything to be hidden. And I want even light, which is still hidden. Then comes a leap here. And I say, I want you to know something, even if it's, even if it's revealed, it's still hidden. 
and even if it's hidden Sokhvit it's beyond hiding beyond everything I want to share something awesome with you everybody knows Pesach Shani after it's over and I'm crying about I lost it about I lost it so Oveshoskin gives me another chance Forum Cotton is something else Tell you something very deep. If I love a girl a little bit, I take her out and I'm really so glad I met you. I had an unbelievable time. If I love her the most, I blow my mind <coughs> before I meet her. I blow my mind. I want you to know Purim is one holiday four weeks before Purim Cotton. I'm already blowing my mind. Four weeks before Sukkot is nothing. Maybe show them a dosh, you begin to learn, which is in proportion. You know what Purim Kotten is all about? Four weeks before, I'm blowing my mind. So here I want you to know something so deep. Learning Torah Shabbik Sav, learning Chumash, the learning is in proportion. Rise when you learn the more you have to learn day and night and still non-stop. Then it's deeper than anything. Because Toshua Pei is from blowing your mind. Something else. Different kind of learning time where you have to sit down because some people are blocking with some holy folks. Or you don't have Koyak. Do you want to stand here? Hi, stand behind me. Hi, let me have the privilege of, of sitting in the presence of Holy Khan. Right behind you. Now you're the cutest. <coughs> Remember the Ishbutha Torah. Why is it that everybody built a base of Mikta should come at all fit? How come <coughs> everything fits? You know, basically. You you make uh, imagine you're making a closet and somebody else makes bed doesn't have to fit. Can you imagine hundreds of people were working on the Mishkan and suddenly it all got together? So that so the Ishbutzu says because the Yidale who was building the Kodesh Kedoshim was thinking about I wish I would be as holy as the Yidale who put nails in the chutz. And the Yidr and the Chotzeh was putting a nails in the Chotzeh in I know, I don't even deserve the Chotzeh with Kevav. I wish it would be as holy as the Yidr who built the Holy of Holies. Every Yidr was blowing his mind over the other Yidr. You see, if you blow your mind, what do you know? I have to share something awesome with you. The first story comes to me about blowing my mind. I think I mentioned to you already, but Lachan. In the days of my father, I, I haven't seen him in many years. What a person, a real playboy, I'm telling you, Mamish, Mashiach is coming. He'd be the playboy of the Messiah. I've never seen him with a girl twice, Boshan, you know? <laughs> he lives around my corner, always with somebody else, and each time he introduces her to me as the love of my life. <laughs> and Mamish, we get married next week. That's all already true. His name is Mr. Green. Okay. 
and you know, I seen I, some of, some of you know my shul in New York. You know that shul. Its next house is Western Avenue, four hundred one. He lives in four hundred one. Okay, I seen especially my Shabbos when he comes around. Listen to me. For the first time in my life, I had the privilege of seeing Mr. Green three times with the same girl. It's what he's coming. Then one day I see him alone. It's already also unbelievable. I say, brother, brother Green, what happened? So he says to me like this. He says, you remember that girl you saw me with? He says to me, yeah. He says to me, you know, I love her very much, but she's not Jewish. He says, believe me, it took a lot out of me. But I decided not to marry her. Unbelievable. A year doesn't know anything, you know? Doesn't keep anything. On Yom Kippur, he walks in for five minutes, I must go to Shamas. That's his Yiddish guy. <coughs> I says, Mr. Green, it's unbelievable. What made you decide not to marry him? He says, he says, I'll tell you something. You know, I'm not super religious. <laughs> he says, I'm, I'm an Orthodox Jew because I go to your synagogue, right? When Kippur comes in for two minutes. He says, you know, I'm an Orthodox Jew, but I'm not super religious. But I want you to know, every Friday night, I make Kiddush. Now listen to this. And if I marry a non-Jewish girl, she wouldn't know what Kiddush is. Now listen to me. What is Mr. Green's Kiddush? He, he doesn't read Hebrew, he doesn't make Kiddush. He just drinks a lot of wine. <laughs> I'm sure he's drunk every Friday night. You know, he doesn't know. He knows Friday night you drink wine. Let me ask you, what is there that this non-Jewish girl cannot understand? I mean, I can explain Kiddush to every person in the world. What's there? <laughs> What's there not to understand? But you know what? Inside Mr. Green goes his mind of a Kiddush, right? He took nine. I'm drinking wine at Shabbos. See, this is mind-blowing. It's not in proportion, because in proportion, see, he drinks wine, mother of dog, what's going on there, right? So you see, the Mishkan was built from those little things. Every Yidala has one thing he's blowing his mind off. Every Yidala has one thing which is not in proportion. Now, once you know something so deep, you know, Pastor Bukhuda read Moshe Rabbeinu, even Moshe Rabbeinu cannot, cannot put the Mishkan together. Can you imagine he's trying 150 times? 150, the message says was 150 times he tried and it fell apart. Because I want you to know something. You see, obviously, if the base of Mishkan fell apart, each time it fell apart was like home with a message. You imagine Moshe Rabbeinu went through each time it fell apart. I was like home And you know what it is? Even Moshe Rabbeinu? Even Moshe Rabbeinu? I want you to know something very, very deep. Because to know how much every Yidr is blowing his mind over one thing in the Torah, only Mashiach. It's even too much for Moshe Rabbeinu. And I want you to know the deepest depths. Moshe Rabbeinu 
didn't come into Eretz Yisrael. Remember, I told you before, Eretz Yisrael is my blood. Eretz Yisrael is my blood. So basically, Moshe Rabbeinu, Torah Shabbat is mamish so many words and so many letters. Torah Shabbat is my blood. What's the both together? Both together is Eretz Yisrael and the Mishkan. So can you imagine how much Moshe Rabbeinu was governing, crying his eyes out? That he should be zeicher to that mind-blowing connection of the of the Torah of Ixav and Torah I want you to know something very deep. Yom Kippur is a tannis. It does not say Divre Hatzaymas Vazakotam. It does say Yom Kippur. You have to cry. You have to do tshuva, yelling like crazy. Kabbi, so, give me your attention, please. You know what Dibra Tzomis was a Kosomis? It's what Moshe Rabbeinu was crying because everybody knows Purim is Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is fighting Amalek. Arana Koin is Chaneke. Moshe Rabbeinu is Purim. You know how you fight Amalek? Amish. Remember, Ram Nachman says, until here is everything with my head. Reaching beyond this is my hand. And I just want to put it in different in different words. Everything is in proportion is my hand. Blowing my mind, reaching beyond this is my hand. Whatever it is, right? So Mamish, I should say Mamish, give me the privilege of blowing my mind. It's not just doing truth. It's Divrahat Sonus. Gewalt, gewalt, Mamishum. Divrahat Sonus, I Once you know, according to Halacha, when I, when I see a poor man, I don't have always to give, I just gave. Everything is in proportion. And poor is color pressure, you You know why? All you know, when I see a poor man, I think it's the mitzvah to give. And poor, what's my answer to Amalek? Amalek says he doesn't really mean it. You imitate it. If I really mean it, if I see my brother needs something, am I looking up in the Shkhanoch or I should give him that? Purim is kola poishit yad naitam. I see a poor man, I can't control myself. Can't control myself.
just want to say something very deep. Basically, the way God is punishing us for driving us out from the land what we went through 2,000 years is completely beyond proportion. We didn't deserve it. So you tell me that the six million is unproportionate? Beyond proportionate. You know why? Because anything which has to do with Earth is far is beyond proportionate. Our loving Earth is far is beyond proportionate. Our being driven out from Earth is far is beyond proportionate. For us, everything is unproportionate. What's Amole coming? Amole coming to us and he says, Everything is in proportion. What's cool is measure it, right? If I measure something, I have to be cool. If I don't measure something, I'm blowing my mind. I'm crazy, right? Amolek says, cool it. Measure it. I don't measure. So I want you to know the deepest depth. Tisha B'Av, always were learning from Yom Kippur is not the anti-Tisha B'Av. The real anti-Tisha B'Av is poor. Because on, on Tisha B'Av, Mashiach is coming, and on, on Purim, we wipe out Amalek, and also Mashiach is coming. If you wait till the next morning. You know, after Pesach, I'm not waiting for anything. It's, it's 7.20, Pesach is over. On Purim, Purim is over, and I'm still serving the next morning. I'm still waiting for Mashiach. On that waiting, <laughs> that's being drunk all night, Gives me correct away for all you. Tisha B'Av, Boker Sitka Balayla, right? I realize the one shalom, the way you punish us, is beyond proportion. And here I want you to know something very deep. We learned it a lot of times, maybe some of you remember it. When I love a girl a little bit, right? And then we break up, uh, she hurts my feeling, with her feeling, we make up in proportion. If another girl the most, most, and she hurts my feelings, I'm angry to the other person. Well, you know something very, very deep, you know? I don't want to say anything bad, you know? You know, sometimes, sometimes a person you ever fight with somebody and you say, I don't ever want to see you again, as long as I live. And they say, I love you so much, if you could do wrong to me, I don't want to see you again. Beyond proportion. Beyond. You see, the Revolution says to us, because of you, I destroyed the person, which I don't ever want to see you again, right? Get out of my land. But also, the Mashiach is coming, it will be beyond proportion. The way the Rabbi shall bring us back from the four corners of the world. The whole will come to Yerushalayim. It's beyond proportion. Why should an Eskimo come to Yerushalayim? Why should a Chinaman leave Peking and come to Darwin Yerushalayim? It's all beyond proportion. It's crazy, Here I want to share something very deep with you. There's a Gewalt Sochet Shabbat Torah. 
In fact, the whole thing, what I was telling you, is like my heart will be based on this Torah. There's a Gebal Savach of a Torah. Everybody knows, the Gazel, when the person comes, comes to Shalom with the knife, he says, give me your money. The bad thing catches him, and he has to give back the money. A little gunner who broke into your house late at night, nobody saw him. The thing catches him as the payback double. I mean, who's, who's, who's the more, who's the bigger criminal? This person who comes with a knife. Okay, all the rabbis say Torah. This is Sarah Shavatara. Sarah Shavatara is like that. What's the deepest, deepest level in serving God? The deepest level of serving God is you do something and nobody knows about it. You know, I, I spoke to some of us, not again saying anything bad, without hurting anybody's feelings. I spoke to some people who told me you gotta meet my my swami. And he's a holy man, I'm not knocking it. I told him I tell him your swami is very holy. But you know what the difference between him and my rabbi is? That you know every minute what your swami is doing. I have no idea what my rabbi is doing. And I don't trust my soul, which is hidden, with somebody serving God. Everybody knows. You know, so much of it is the deepest story in the world. The highest thing in the world is to serve God without anybody knowing. And you do an avera, but nobody knows. You take the highest thing God gave you, and you utilize an avera that's unforgivable. You do an avera like a bandit comes with a knife shot. Okay. You didn't utilize that that holy godliness doing something decisive. So give out time. I want you to know always Pashas Mishpotim is always or adoration or the shame. Always begins the beginning of the So just remember them telling you when you love somebody beyond proportion. I want, I want to do things to them without them knowing. And also want you to know the deepest depth. When I love somebody beyond proportion, Amnish, I want to be with them alone without anybody knowing. What's the basic Miktish all about? The basic Miktish is that Mamish Eliezer Kabbalah should love you so much. I need a house to be with you. That's the best. As long as we love even beyond proportion, we had the business. We began hating each other, measuring Yidin. He's on God says, Yeah, I'm ready to be with you, but not. You don't need me in the house, you can talk to me on the street. And I want you to know again the beginning of the chuppah, you cover the face of the bride. Mama shall love you beyond proportion. I want you to love me beyond. I want you to love your children beyond proportion. Everything beyond proportion. And once you know Esther says, Kasha Avati, Avati, why be so negative? Should say, I'm sure, you know, I took a course in self esteem and uh, I can, I listen to the subliminal tapes, I can, I listen to the whole thing, I am just growth movement, you know, you realize my potentials, Akashver, Mothre Kam says to me, Esther, you're so good looking. <laughs> Are you telling it to every girl? No, no, I'm just, I feel so good. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, I didn't come the beauty parlor for two days. I really feel bad. No, no, you look beautiful. I think you could charm this Akashverosh and talk him out of it. I think I could. <laughs> okay, uh, so Esther goes to the beauty parlor and she makes sure that lipstick doesn't stain because, you know, I got to kiss Akashverosh and he feels bad. He has his new shirt on. I mean, can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? You know what the mother says? Esther fasted for three days. Because the crazy thing is, if she wants to charm her spirit, you better eat. You better have koyach. She fasted for three days. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.